morning, Jingle Insurance. Yeah, can I speak to Joey Jingola, please? Sure. Hold Thank on. You. Hello, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, what's going on? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Yeah, we thought those best of kind of top five, best of year review type things were always a little cheesy. But um, yeah, I mean, you guys don't, you're not going to do it, are you? Because that would, I mean, you know, you do such good work on the podcast all the time. I, I, w- I wouldn't think that you would need to do that to, you know, really get people to listen. Because, you know, you guys are a serious, upstanding podcast that really takes yourself serious. And you don't need to really uh, pander to those lists, uh, timely type things that all those other, you know, wannabe outlets do. Oh, we're doing it. We're going to do it well, Joey. I don't need to hear any of your lip or your negativity or talking down to us. You got it? That's enough. Probably the last time I'm going to call you. In all seriousness, yes, I thought it would be fun if we just look back at the most popular episodes of the year. Uh, take the top five, for example, and let's just see exactly what you listen to the most. And I thought it'd be a fun way to kind of go about things. And, uh, and uh, you know, kind of send off 2016 and kick in the door to 2017, I guess. Sure, why not? Um, being that this show is barely, it's not even a year old yet. So, um, you know, we're, we're working with, uh, you know, since I think April we kicked this thing off. So um, we're going to go through the um, top five episodes of Insurance in Your Words for 2016. Uh, based on the number of times that you listen to it. And um, I was going to do possibly like the most repeated topics that I had agents talking about, but I thought this might be more fun. So guess what? That's what we're going to do. So without further ado, what we're going to get into, we'll go, I guess we'll go in reverse order. So we'll save number one for last. Why not? We'll, we'll keep you in suspense, keep you waiting, keep you listening. That only seems fair. And yeah, what we're going to talk about first is video. Video was probably the most talked about thing on the show, probably because I baited everybody that I called into talking about it, just because I like it so much. But video, it's hard. It sucks. It takes time. You don't like it. And there's a reason that you don't like it. And if you don't like it, then there's something you're, you're going to want to at least think a little bit about what you want to do to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, video is hard, right? I mean, it took me a couple years to get, you know, in any sort of rhythm to where I was able to create them consistently and effectively and efficiently, I guess, to to where it wasn't taking me, you know, too much time or or it wasn't a a good product. Video is terribly hard. You know, if if it's not built into your DNA, if if it's not something that you are naturally gravitating towards, you're going to hate your life every time you sit down to edit a video because it is the ultimate time suck that you will never get back. And and the question you have to ask yourself is, is if you want to, if you want to be, if you want to be on camera, if you want to add video to your arsenal, then are you going to have to add somebody? You're going to have to bring somebody in to help you make that happen. There you have it. Episode number 40, Video is Hard, comes in at number five. And yeah, 
It is hard. Yeah, we right? thought those best of kind of top so five, best of year review type like things were a little cheesy, but um, yeah, story, yeah, I mean, you guys uh, don't, you're not going to do it, are you? How I, you know, I mean, kind of got into video because that would going with it again. I mean, people want to think it's you know, you're on a podcast all the time. I, I, would, I wouldn't think that you would need to do that to you know really get people to listen, left and right, because you're going to stop. You know, you guys are serious about the podcast. It really takes yourself serious, and you don't need to really you know pander to those. Here. List, and, uh, and timely type things that all those other in your life, um, you know, you know wannabe outlets do. Then, you know, if you're just starting from scratch, oh, oh, I would you are doing it. Or maybe that's suggest this that you don't necessarily need to be the person right. doing the editing. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're great. I mean, they're great. possibly recommend or suggest that you be the person in front of the camera. However, you don't need to be the person that's doing the post-production. That's something that you can build into your process from the very beginning, and you might find yourself in a much better place uh, for doing that as opposed to, you know, again, taking the DIY bootstrapping approach all the way from start to finish. Just something to keep in mind and to make a video less hard for you in 2017. But much like how video is hard, creating content itself, whether it's video or not, is also hard. And you've probably told yourself a bunch of times how it's going to be different this time. You're going to stick with it. 2017 is the year that you finally become a content master. Well, it's going to be nice if you don't define insanity in the process. Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if what you were doing never worked in the first place, then why are you going to try to do it again when you're, when you're creating content? I mean, I, just because you think that you're going to do something, you know, you're going to have more dedication this time. I mean, don't kid yourself, you know, figure out, you know, come come back at it with a fresh point of view. Do something different. Do something that might improve your chances to succeeding because just continuing to run into that brick wall over and over again is not going to get you or your agency anywhere. Again, if you're sitting here thinking to yourself that this is the year, much like this is the year that you're going to start video, or maybe this is the year that you finally start creating content consistently, whatever the case is, just make sure that you've fully taken a, taken time to reflect and examine and dissect why it hasn't worked in the numerous times before. There's nothing worse than just continuing to try the same thing with the same approach over and over again and getting the, guess what, same result not a whole lot of fun there. So come at it with a different perspective this year if that is something that you are looking to do. Whether it's, again, bringing somebody on board to help you with this, changing up when you create this content. Again, I've, I've advocated for the fact of it's okay to schedule time during the day. It's okay to put yourself in a content cone of silence and just get the thing done because you know, if you're saying I, I'm only going to allow myself to write, you know, at like seven o'clock, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night after hours type stuff or Saturday, Sunday morning, and it's not getting done, then stop doing it. Cause it's not going to get done. And again, this is true with any habit, right? I mean, this doesn't have to be content or not, but just stop, just stop defining insanity in the process. I think I've said it enough. I think you've heard it enough. And I think you probably know what you need to do maybe to be successful at it. You just haven't had the kind of the, the guts to actually do it. But something even more basic than creating content, whether it's video or just writing stuff, is answering the phone. And it's shocking, terribly shocking, just how not good a lot of us are at it. And this should definitely be something that tops your list of things to not suck at anymore next year. 
heard yeah, that. I heard that uh, answer the phone episode. That was uh, that was pretty sad, terrible, and really any sort of negative adjective you can use to describe the state of our industry and their ability to pick up the phone and put it to their ear and then speak something that isn't complete human garbage. That wasn't good. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do this podcast. I mean, putting it up and listening to that all the time, man. I mean, I would be, uh, I would have my heels on a ledge of a 16-story building at that point. If I was never calling you again before, I'm definitely not doing it now. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for, you know, jabbing that knife in and twisting it good and hard. And yes, I do hide the sharp objects when making phone calls from time to time because I'm never sure what uh, I'm going to get. However, yes, uh, episode 38, answer the phone. Number three on the most listened to list for insurance in your words this year and boy, that was a doozy. Didn't feature any one particular agent. It was just a bunch of people that I had called a bunch of agencies that I tried to get a hold of that were so spectacularly horrific at answering the phone that I just had to let you guys know because not only my ears could hear it, I needed somebody. I needed somebody to know my secret, and I'm glad that you know it now because it's not fun and it's not pretty. And even though you think you might be doing a decent job answering the phone, I'm sure we can all improve this experience a little bit better, whether it's, you know, we've, we've had a lot of conversations surrounding after hours availability, being available when your, your client is sort of stuff I've said for a long time, you know, why are we working nine to five? I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. Uh, the people that we're trying to do business with are also working nine to five and they want to handle their insurance some other time. And we're demanding that they take time from their day off of work to come do business with us. So we're costing them money in addition to what we're going to charge them. Um, pretty crazy. I mean, no retail, you know, no retail service business operates that way. And, um, that's just part of, you know, what is at the core of answering the phone, but even more about the core of answering the phone is just being, um, just a slightly aware human being of how to be even cordial to somebody else. And, um, and yeah, so let's, let's, let's not suck at that anymore either in 2017, because God knows the next time somebody calls an independent agent and has a bad experience, that's going to ruin not just the experience of the agency that they called, but then they're going to kind of make that assumption for every other agency. You know, the guy, you know, if, if they call the guy down the street from you, they're probably not going to call you because if that guy down the street sucks, they're going to think that you suck too, because you're an independent agent. Not much we can do about that, but the one thing that we are probably going to do, no matter what, at some point, is fall off a content wagon. The trick is, if you can get back on it. Well, yeah, I, think, I think we all fall off a content wagon at some point. I mean, whether it's for a day or for a week or even for a month or hopefully not a year, but the, the trick is not so much falling off, but if you're able to get back on it, right? Because that's the true test. Because if you fall off, yeah, it's going to suck for a little bit, but getting back on is going to be the skill that you want to practice and be the best at. Yep, episode number 44, Why Do You Fall Off the Content Wagon, comes in at number two as the second most listened episode ever in the year, I guess, in the show's history, too. This could be an all-time list while we're at it. Sure, why not? Um, but yeah, uh, why do you fall off the content wagon? And there's many reasons, obviously, and, and getting back on is the hard part. But, I mean, if you're noticing the theme here, which is very weird, Three of the four episodes so far deal with your inability to continue with something or stick with it or get started with. 
Um, again, content or video. Con video is content, obviously. Um, so there's a big, huge common theme here with with a majority of these these uh, popular episodes, and they all surround uh, again figuring out ways to do something you've tried and failed at, and falling off the content wagon is something that you know. Again, if I had a dollar for every agent that said, "Oh, I, we tried that blogging thing for a while and it didn't work." And I go look at their website and they've got three blog posts up that are, you know, maybe 250 words a piece. And they posted one in April, one in August, and then maybe one in October. And it just, it didn't work. It really didn't take off for them. And that is the most, I'm not sure if it's ignorant or stupid statement because it's possibly ignorant because they might not know any better to stick with it more than three posts for, you know, scattered over six months. If they've been told that it's going to take longer than that, then it becomes stupidity. And that is where it's just, you're ignoring good advice. You're ignoring information. You're, you're sabotaging yourself, uh, in that regard, because you've been told what's necessary. You're choosing to ignore it. And then you're saying that it doesn't work for you because, because why? Because you're different. You're special. You're such a master of the pen that somebody should be paying attention to you within three blog posts. Again, this is months, this is years of practice and work and dedication to make it happen. And the reason you fall off is because you're not honest with yourself. You're not giving yourself the best chance to succeed. You're not succeeding fast enough, or at least your expectations aren't properly in line with you know, your success that you hope to achieve. And that disalignment, that unalignment, whichever one's right, is what is preventing you or what is keeping you from falling off the, or what is keeping you from falling. Yes. Keep me. Yeah, I got it right the first time. Keeping you from falling off the content wagon. And that is something that you might want to try and get squared away the next time you try and get back on. Now it's going to be refreshing because all of this content, right? This, all of this stuff that we've been talking about, all it's geared to do, all we're trying to do is actually close the sale. And once we get somebody at our doorstep on our phone or, at, you know, even just randomly as a customer, because we've set up awesome processes to let them do it themselves. Sounds futuristic and it's possible in some capacities, but anyways, I'm getting ahead of myself. The number one drum roll, please episode in the year for 2016 of insurance in your words deals with old-fashioned good old selling and forcing sales yeah i don't like forcing the sale you know i mean it's uh you know i, I want to i want to take care of somebody for what they came to me for and then you know maybe try and investigate to see if there's something else that i can do for them but just to assume that because they talk to me about health insurance that they automatically want to or need to talk to me about life insurance is a little obnoxious and possibly arrogant on my part there you have it Episode number 46, Old School Selling, Forcing Every Sale, is the number one show of the year. And again, I think this is a generational thing. I think uh, if you've been in the business probably maybe 20 to 15 years and, and sooner, you know, anything 20 years and younger in the business is, is where this divide maybe occurs. Because I know, you know, definitely this is something that my dad's generation they just, it was just part of the way of doing business. And maybe we're just those, you know, unmotivated, you know, millennials and gen Xers possibly that, um, you know, we just grew up in a time where, you know, we didn't 
want to force things on people. I, I don't know. There, there's this permission approach that we feel aligned with. Again, this is probably terribly wrong. This is probably terribly bad sales advice. And, and there's probably a happy medium somewhere in here. Uh, I just haven't found it. That Once I do find it, I'll let you know. If you found it, feel free to let me know, joey at growprogram.com. However, um, yeah, I mean, it's important to let people know that, you know, where they're not protected. But, uh, you know, starting that conversation in a, a decent way is always the trick, right? It's just this assumption that, you know, we don't want to look at it from the, the customer's perspective, the customer's point of view. And, and, and it's our job to get their permission to, to talk about that sale. Um, again, that's a perfect world. That's a utopia that probably doesn't exist. It's the one that exists in my head. Um, but you know, take care of the thing first and then move it on. Right. And, and just don't, again, there's always that forcing like, well, we're going to get them into this and then we're going to get them into that. And then we're going to get them into this. And then, yeah, it's important, but I just, I hope that maybe we can start doing it in a little bit of a way that doesn't feel forced. And again, you know, I was, I hope I'm not alone in this. I know I've talked to other agents who don't feel that way, who they just want to do what they do and they don't want to worry about it. And I, I, I think that that's coming back to the specialization that we're, we're kind of finding ourselves in as we're all focusing on something that is really specific, a niche, a, t a line of business, and a niche within that line of business that really fits our needs, fits our, our personality. And we're letting the other people take care of the rest. And, and we're trying to just do enough of that. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, fine. Uh, do what works for you, but that's it. That was the number one episode for whatever reason, forcing the sale, the problem with old school selling. That's not the title. It's old school selling the problem, forcing the sale episode number 46. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That is the entire uh, top five list of shows for insurance in your words for 2016. Just to quickly recap my experience doing the show over the last year, it's been interesting uh, to talk to a lot of different agents who have a lot of different perspectives. I'm surprised by a lot of agents who are, are just rocking and rolling and don't realize it. There's a lot of uh, unfound confidence out there of people who aren't giving themselves enough credit for what they do and how they do it. There's definitely a lot of that. I know I can be a, lot, a little negative on this show, but there are definitely plenty of people that, are, that have got their way of doing it and it's working for them and they're not giving themselves enough credit and they're focusing on things that they don't even need to. They're just focusing on it because somebody told them they need to and that's awful. And if, if that's one thing that could stop, it's that be comf comfortable, be confident in what you do and don't worry about the thing that you can't do well until you need to do it well that's the only time. I mean, yeah, well, need might be a strong point, but I mean, yes, you always want to continue to grow and all that fun stuff, but don't just, don't be fixated on something because Tim Smith down the street told you so. If you've got it figured out, keep, keep it figured out and slowly work on something and don't fully abandon what's working for you. On the other end, there's a lot of, of uh, fantasy land talk out there of, of people talking themselves into things that aren't necessarily true. And again, much like the, the defining insanity, creating content, um, you know, and, uh, and falling off the content wagon, it's all surrounding, you know, not being honest with yourself, much like being honest with yourself of what is working, be honest with yourself with what isn't working Two biggest takeaways, but takeaways by far of what I've learned from talking with, I don't even know the, the, the full count of, of agents, um, 
But again, it comes back to that. Uh, Gary V said it best. It's the self-awareness. That's what honesty is, right? It's being self-aware. It's being able to look yourself in the mirror and say, yeah, I'm probably not that good at this, but I need to get better. Um, and if you can't, and if you can't ask somebody to reach out or, or reach out to somebody and ask them to be honest with you, because I hate it. I hate it when somebody, I ask somebody for an honest opinion and they just, you know, spoon feed me some, you know, line that they think is going to make me feel good. I don't want you to make me feel good. I don't want my feelings to feel good because you wanted to make them feel good. That's not your job. And you're only, the only person you're hurting by making them, their feelings feel good for that moment is that person. And being honest with somebody is probably the best thing, whether it's yourself or the person that's asking for it. That's probably the most important thing you can do for your agency moving forward into this year. Well, it doesn't get any more jam-packed than that. And I'm not going to try to jam anything else in because that would probably start to get a little uncomfortable. You don't want that. And the only thing that you can do if you want help, if you want somebody to be honest, one, I will gladly do it for you at any point in time, joey at growprogram.com. Let me know if you want my honest opinion about anything. I will gladly give it to you unsolicited. And again, full disclosure, it is possibly going to be wrong. But again, I will give you my honest opinion as I see it. Joyagirlprogram.com. Otherwise, if you want to learn a little bit more, give yourself a group of people to hold you accountable to these things, to not define insanity, creating content, to learn how to do video and not make it hard, to figure out the best way to answer the phone, to not fall off the content wagon or to help you get back on it, and to figure out the way to not force every sale, then head on over to girlprogram.com slash free to get started with the free membership or go to growprogram.com slash academy to jump into the academy or again if you really want to just be foolproof and surround yourself with the best agents who are trying to do all these things and some that already have growprogram.com slash mastermind it'll probably be one of the coolest most fun things that you do for yourself in 2017 as you will find a bunch of people who finally don't make you feel crazy for the things you want to achieve for your agency growprogram.com slash mastermind. Have a happy new year, everybody. I will see you guys on the other side. Take it easy.